Hello Cougars, I'm Angelina and I'm Jasmine and today we're going to be talking about how you can make your parents less strict. Aren't you tired of not being able to go out with your friends or have a boyfriend? Well, here's some of our advice to you. So, who's going to go first? Well, since I feel like my advice isn't really <laughs> advice. How is advice not advice? Well, because I feel like I didn't really make my mom less strict. I feel like it was my older siblings before me. They kind of broke my parent, brought my parents to their breaking point and disobeyed their rules so much and just went against them that they just kind of realized that they needed to be a little bit looser mm. and less strict so we didn't break their rules and were more honest with them. My situation was way different because I'm the only child, so I had to, like, build trust with my mom. And my mom was a strict, religious mexican mom and she did not let me like have a boyfriend or date anyone i was i was allowed to go out with my friends i feel like she's always been lenient on that because she trusts me i feel like with boyfriends she was just scared you know like what are you gonna do with him oh my god you're gonna kiss him but i feel like as i got an order i've showed that she could trust me and um with having a boyfriend part um i I got caught dating freshman year, and I think ever since then, she kind of realized that, oh, she's going to end up dating, so I might as well, like, let her. And I would always bring up the fact, like, Mom, would you rather want me to, like, date behind your back, or would you want to know, you know? So I kind of, like, said that, and that low-key, like, made her think. She's like, wait, she's low-key right. Like, I want my daughter to know. I mean, I want, I want <laughs> to know what my daughter is doing, you know? And not having her doing anything behind my back. So also, with the dating, I would always like, like, bring around a guy, like his name, into conversation with her, so she can get used to hearing his name. And then I'm like, oh my god, he's such a good friend. He's so funny. <laughs> and then I'd be like, wait, can I go hang out with him, mom? He's just a friend. He was at a, he was a friend at the time. And then, and then yeah, and then we started dating. And then, but my mom would always refer to like my bo boyfriend quote-unquote boyfriend i don't have a boyfriend right now but <laughs> quote-unquote boyfriend as a friend you know because mm -hmm. like using the term friend with your parents to refer like your actual boyfriend or or girlfriend you know it's just like it makes them more comfortable mm -hmm. it's like a I comfort word you yeah. know what i'm talking you know what i'm talking about yeah i got you <laughs> i got you um i have a question before, like, your parents let you or your mom let you do something or goes out of town or something, does she give you, like, a little talk? Like, on what? Like, like my mom, like, for example, today, literally, because my mom is going out of town and I'm going out with my friends tonight. Mm. Um, to sports drama, by the way, guys, go. <laughs> but, um, so my mom, like, always gives me a little pep talk. Like, she's like, okay. So there's no boys ever at the house. And if there is, then you need to just be careful and, like, all of this stuff. She says that? Yeah, she says that. And then she's like, because um, I'm having my best friend over. Mm -hmm. And she's like, no doing this, no doing that. And, like, she says, like, all these rules. I think, yeah, she has said that before. Like, mm -hmm. when I was, like, younger. I feel like now that I'm a little older, she doesn't tell me anything anymore because she knows I already know her rules. And she never goes out of town, like, <laughs> leaving me anyways, like, because it's only her and me. So, like, 
She can't really leave anywhere. I'll just be home alone. And she knows what I'll be doing home alone. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> no, she knows that. No. But it's also, no, this is going back to, like, she knows. Like, as in, like, my mom knows. Like, I feel like it's good to be open with your parents. Like, let them know what you be doing. Not anything bad, you know. And I don't condone bad behavior either. <laughs> I don't. That's but it shows good. that you are trying to gain their trust and that, that you trust honest. them. Yeah. And when that, they yeah, know that yeah, you that trust is. them, then they're like, oh, oh, they trust me. I could trust them. Yeah, that's exact. Yeah, yeah. That, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. You said it, like, for me. Thank you. So, yeah, that's exactly. And now moving on to, like, the – also referring back to the friends part, um, curfew. Do you have a curfew? Um, yeah. I have, my curfew is, like, probably, like, 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock? Yeah. What's your curfew? I don't really have a curfew. <laughs> like, I, 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 she doesn't tell me what time to get back home. She's just like, she asks me, she's like, oh, what time are you going to get back home? And I just give her a time. But I never go out late anyways for her to be like, no, you can't go out that late. Because I don't really go out late, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't be doing anything bad. I'm a good girl. So, but here is a technique <laughs> for you guys when you guys want to hang out with your friends and, like, want to go out later than usual. So to compromise on a time with your parents, I think a good strategy is to say, like, if you want to go out later, right? Well, to say, wait, let me name the technique first. Let me, <laughs> let me name it first. It's called the door in the face. And I think um, this is the best strategy to use because it means you ask for a large request that they'll most likely turn down. So for example, if you want to stay out to 11, but usually you're only allowed to stay out to like 10, just say, instead of saying you want to stay out till 11, say you want to stay out till like 1 or 12. And allow your parents to bring that down to 11, thinking it's more reasonable. But it was your plan all along. And it will make them feel better and be like, yeah. Like, yeah, I brought the time me. Like, and I'm so cool. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm a great parent. So now we're kind of reaching to our special guest. Um, so, guys, <laughs> let's go ahead and welcome our special guest. Hi, I'm Jackie Magadman, and I teach English here at Del Campo. Um, so, quick question. Do you have any kids of your own? I do. I have a six-and-a-half-year-old son and a three-year-old daughter. Um, how close are you with them? <laughs> <laughs> well, you must be close since they're so young. They are pretty young. Um... Right now, I, I really try to treasure the age because they always want to play and do things with me and use their imaginations, and I can make up random games and be silly, and it's it's a lot of fun, them being young. Well, since they're so young, are you scared of, like, them growing up and stuff? Like, what's your, like, I don't know, like, aren't you scared they're going to grow up? Don't you want them to be tiny forever? Like, I oh. do what I do. Like, I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm terrified of a lot of things. Um, but I also get excited when I think about them growing up because I'm excited for them to figure out who they are and experience life, um, both the good and the bad, because we have to experience both to become full people and recognize life and we can't experience full joy without having full sadness. And I'm excited for them to have all of it, but I'm also sad at the idea of losing the little people they are right now. Okay, so... Now it's going to jump into, like, the parenting type. So what's your definition of being, like, a strict parent? St- 
strict parent? I feel like strict has a negative connotation to it. Um, I think that to be a strict parent just means to kind of follow your regime and to not be very flexible mm-hmm. when it comes to things. Um, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It's just kind of how, how I see it. Um, in the future, would you say that you would be a strict parent or? I hope that I would be strict in a way of following through with what I say. Um, I think that's one of the most valuable things that we can do as people is to always follow through. If we say something, we need to mean it and we need to own it. Um, So in that way, I'd like to be strict in that if there's a consequence, I have to follow through with it. Um, But I don't want to be strict in that I'm not flexible. I need to be able to see my own kids and see what they're going through. And I need to adapt and teach them how to adapt because if we're too strict, we can't grow as people. Mm -hmm. Um, also, would you suggest, how would you suggest to earn your parents' trust? Follow through to what, with what you're doing and to be open with communication as much as possible. But I think that we lose trust when we get hurt or disappointed. And if you say you're going to do something and you don't, or if you act like something that is important to somebody else isn't important to you, we lose our trust. We feel too vulnerable and we feel like, like what we give to you isn't being um, protected in a sense. Mm -hmm. So when you let us down, it's like you lose that trust. So definitely following through and communicating and being honest, I think is a really good way to earn trust. So about communicating, what if you like, as like a kid point of view, what if you like you're trying to communicate with your parents, but they keep shutting you off and thinking they're always right. Like how do you, how would you suggest us to deal with that? Um, I think I would suggest a couple different things. One would be finding time that's calm to have a conversation um, or maybe going doing something together and having fun could kind of break the tension and maybe make them more receptive mm-hmm. to you. So if you have like a special day, just the two of you, that could be fun. You could also write them a letter because um, then you can write your thoughts without being interrupted. I think that those two would probably be good ideas. Okay, and probably one of like the conversations that stir up the pot the most is relationships. Mm-hmm. So what's like your point of a relationships? You mean like a romantic relationship? Yeah, like, okay. oh, mom, I want a boyfriend, you know? I think that that's healthy and natural to, to want to explore. Mm-hmm in that regard and I think that it's important to do so especially while you're young so that you can start to figure out what you want and I think it's really important to learn how to value your own self-worth and not give yourself up because you like someone and I think one of the only ways to really do that is to follow through on your relationships um, while you're your age now because you're starting to figure out who you are Um, there is a danger in seeing yourself too much in somebody else So you want to change yourself to be with that person, which is not healthy. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you don't want to deprive yourself of figuring out who you are when you're with somebody else either. So I think it's important as long as you're not giving yourself up um, to to follow through and see see where things go. Yeah, I know we're talking about like parents, but I saw this one quote and it said, 
you can't find yourself if you're lost in somebody else. I thought mm-hmm. I, I put it on my wall. Like, I wrote it and then I put it up on my wall. So I, th- I thought it was, like, so true. But, yeah, so that, that's not the point of this, this podcast, guys. <laughs> Maybe another day. Okay, but we've reached the end of our podcast. So, shout out to you, Miss Magdalen, for coming down and speaking with us. But now we're going to end off with another question, and that is, how do you push yourself out of your comfort zone? And so, also, don't forget to follow our Twitter. That is DC Podcasts. That's D-C-P-O-D-C-A-T-S-S. Yes, two S's. And this is Angelina. And Jasmine. Signing off.